Hello and welcome to the Energy Sport Podcast. I'm once again joined by Logan Back and Stephen Kinnamuth. I'm your host, Aaron Fraser. Gents, how are we doing on this fine Wednesday morning? Yeah, not bad, Aaron. Um, another jam-packed week of sports. We're looking forward to going through it with you guys. Yeah, I'm doing great too, thank you. So on today's agenda, we've got the absolute state of Chelsea Football Club to discuss. The kick-off time in the Scottish Cup final is also causing a fair bit of controversy, so we're going to be discussing that. Racism in sport is unfortunately still rife. This time we've got a story from cricket. And finally, FC Edinburgh women have the opportunity to win an invincible league title this Sunday as they welcome St Mirren to the Meadowbank Stadium. So, first of all, Chelsea. Just what is going wrong at Stamford Bridge? And more to the point, what's going right? And to be fair, the answer could be absolutely nothing. They're not mathematically safe from relegation yet, which at this point in the campaign is incredible. They've spent £600 million in the transfer market to be languishing in mid-table. Frank Lampard's back as caretaker manager. That's a bit of a strange one. And they're just... Nothing's going right for them. So, Logan, what's your thoughts on the current state of play at Stamford Bridge? Yeah, it's a complete and utter shambles. Um, sitting, I think it's 12th in the league at the moment. 11 for 12th. Uh, and then they're just... They should, they should, for the size of Chelsea Football Club, they should be... They're obviously a toxic six club. Um, and they should be near the, the at least the Champions League uh, qualifying places uh, but they brought in Frank Lampard after sacking Graham Potter which was a bit of an experiment I think um, I thought they were going to go with Graham Potter for the longer term but clearly it just w- it wasn't going to work out uh, with the money they've spent in the summer and in January they should be w- way higher in the league but it seems that the players have just that they've brought in are just not good enough uh, or they've just not got the desire to play for Chelsea Football Club um, and last night's results showed as well yet again that they just can't score goals or can't win games. Yeah, I think questions really need to be asked about the new ownership in the summer. Todd Bowley um, buying the club, obviously, with Roman Abramovich's um, connections. He had to sell the club. Um, I think to start with, terrible decision to sack Thomas Tuchel. Very, very quick, very hastily got rid of him. Shouldn't have happened. I think yeah, you hire Graham Potter, you should expect that it is a project. You're going to have to back him and you're going to have to give him time. Um, they didn't. They just pulled the plug, and then they bring Frank Lampard p- back to the club for what? What has Frank Lampard achieved? A playoff final with Derby, which he lost. Was that was that it really? Like, yeah, that was basically the sum of his managerial career so far. Obviously, he had a previous spell with Chelsea manager, which didn't work out. So they they punted him. I think it speaks volumes of the mess Chelsea are in that they're bringing back a failed manager to steady the ship when. In reality, it's like trying to enter the Titanic with a bucket of water. It's not going to happen, put it that way. It's just an absolute mess. And all Chelsea can really hope to, do, to know, hope to do now is limp to the finish line and try and regroup in summer. Here's what Frank Lampard had to say after his Chelsea side lost out to Arsenal at the Emirates Stadium. I don't care enough. Is that fair? Is that right? Well, I, I don't, the passive nature of our game... It could be, you could you could attribute it to many things, and I think that's the easy go-to. They don't care enough. The, the players certainly care, but when you are, and I, I hate to say this, low on confidence, because tonight I don't want to say the low on confidence thing too much, because you're playing for Chelsea. There's a level of performance you have to do, and you can be low on confidence, but still show a dynamic side to your game, where things might not go for you. But as a collective, you know you're making contact off the ball. Uh, with their good players, but making them feel hurried, we didn't. And um, all the things we spoke about before the game. So 
you know, whatever, whatever. If maybe it doesn't even matter what the, what the core reason is, because the only thing that will get you out of it is working hard and understanding the things to do. And at the minute, um, we're a team that's a little bit conditioned in a way that makes it pretty nice to play against. And that's what a Chelsea team hasn't been in recent years. And that's what will have to change. A huge rebuild is definitely on the cards at Chelsea Football Club. Next up, the Scottish Cup final between Celtic and Inverness has been given a rather controversial kickoff time, or it's set to be given, sorry, a lunchtime kickoff, which is incredible given that it's Inverness who fans have travelled down all the way for the Highlands for the showpiece event. The reasoning for this is because the FA Cup final to Manchester City and Manchester United is being given a 3pm kickoff, and to break tradition and give the prime TV slot to the English game, the Scottish Cup's been made to pay, and for the very first time, it's a midday kickoff for the Scottish Cup final. Gents, it's a travesty. What's your thoughts? We just continue to sell our game completely short. I mean, how can you have the biggest game of Scottish football season being moved because of another another country's game? Like that, it would never, ever, ever happen the other way around, would it? Never. So I don't understand why we have to kind of falter for them just to get their their time slot. Yeah, I completely agree. Uh, especially with Inverness fans travelling down from the Highlands, um, probably near a four hour drive from uh, from the Highlands to Glasgow um, for a 12 o'clock kickoff it's ridiculous um, probably have to get there earlier than 12 o'clock as well because of the, the queuing and the, the parking etc and it's just for Celtic fans it's fine Glasgow local for them but Inverness fans have been completely mistreated it's just a bit of a joke to be honest for the Inverness fans they're a small provincial club they don't exactly see Hamden success often apart from their Scottish Cup final win over Falkirk back in 2015. Logan will like that one a lot, I'd imagine. But they're not a club that exactly sees these sort of showpiece events every single season. So it's a day out to remember for all the Cali Thistle fans that are going to travel down. But so many will be put off going. There'll be some who can't make it because of the kick-off time, the travelling, the expenses of staying over in Glasgow perhaps, having to make a day of it. It's just a sorry situation for the game. And the fact that we're being dictated to by the kick-off time for a final in England is ridiculous. I don't care... Who's playing at Wembley? It's the Scottish Cup final. It's Scotland's game. And Scotland's game should not be getting made to be sacrificed for the FA Cup final in England. It's just absolutely ridiculous. Former Scottish international cricketer Kasim Sheikh has recently published a statement about discrimination in sport and this is what the man himself had to say on the situation. Playing for the national team um, was, was everything I dreamed of. However... I don't feel I was treated equally through my brief stint playing with the side. I was referred to as you lot at times, and you lot don't do yourself any favours. Became a running joke amongst players, and I, and I felt humiliated, and I felt I was treated as a personal servant at times. Even criticised the way I would make certain people's, certain players' drinks, not having the right amount of sachets in it, or whatever it may be. I also was, never, was not getting selected when the team was not performing. Um, I, when I complained, um, I was told, you should count yourself lucky you are here. By senior staff and other senior players. I never, ever heard that get said to a white counterpart in my whole time playing for the national team. Racism in sport, clearly not enough being done. It's not even a debate at this point, but what are your thoughts on the situation and what could be done to improve it, if anything? Firstly, it's, it's a terrible situation, the fact that we're in 2023 and we're actually still having to have this conversation. That That's terrible in its own right. 
but I think in sport in the last few years there's been some efforts to try and tackle it. Um, a, a lot has worked, but I think some of it has fallen on on deaf ears for um, a lot of just inconsiderate people who who just don't seem to care. I think that there's probably a way that you can get at these people um, and hopefully sports organisations in the future can can figure that out and tackle it properly. Yeah, the report by Cricket Scotland clearly says that, that there needs to be something done. Um, and I, I, They have said that they're, they're going to try and stamp it out, but there hasn't been major steps t- towards that as of yet. And it is a significant problem, not just in cricket, but in all sport, um, and not just in the UK, but across the world. Uh, we've seen incidents, many incidents over the past few years. It has kind of people have realised that it need, does need to be stamped out, but whether fans of of games and and people involved in the sports actually go along with it is a different story. FC Edinburgh women have the opportunity to wrap up an invincible title winning campaign as they welcome St Mirren to Meadowbank this Sunday in the SWPL League One. In the last away game of the season, they emulated the men's team with a win in Grangemouth. However, the women managed to win that game 2-0. They will be given the league trophy at full time, and if they avoid defeat, they will have won the league without losing a single game. A very impressive and inspiring feat for fans of the Capital Club. Logan, your thoughts on the campaign from Edinburgh Ladies? Yes, yeah, fantastic. Um, for any team to go unbeaten for a whole season is, is a, a massive achievement. Uh, only a select few teams have done it in the, the UK over the past... 20 years or so you know you like the likes of the Arsenal Invincible team and the Celtic Invincible team who have gone down in history as, as some of the best teams at, of all time in England and Scotland um, so yeah it's a magnificent achievement and hopefully they go on to do it uh, it will be a tough game against St Byrne but um, I'm sure they'll hopefully pick up the three points and, and go the whole season undefeated yeah I think it has the potential to be incredibly inspirational for young girls out there who are looking to get into football or maybe just looking for something and this might catch their eye now and they'll see how impressive the SCA Edinburgh ladies team has been. Um, and I just want to say good luck to them at the weekend. With promotion to a higher division coming as a result of their success on the pitch, who knows next season, I don't think they'll, maybe go, they'll not go invincible next season, I don't think, because they step up in quality and class with teams promoted to a higher league. But I reckon they've still got a good chance of doing well next season in a higher division. So that's going to wrap up this week's Energy Sport Podcast. Logan, Stephen... Thank you very much for coming on this week. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you. No bother at all. And thank you all very much for listening. Until next time, we'll hear from you very soon. But until then, take care, bye for now, and enjoy your weekend in the sport. Cheers, bye.